catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast presented by Omaha Steaks. Coming to you virtual today, Josh had some stuff going on, so we brought our good friend Kenny Mack in. We can't get enough Kenny Mack. What is up, guys? What is up? Yeah. Glad to be back. We've just been hanging out with Kenny all week since uh, Thursday. Uh, I just got out of my car and I'm right back in it. Yeah. Uh, before we jump into today's episode, though, uh, remember if you want to get your intros or voicemails on the show, head to the dogspodcast.com, tap leave voicemail on the drop down menu. Uh, we're going to get into how we spent Hall of Fame weekend. It was a good time for all of us. Uh, we're going to talk about this NFL 100 list. And then Stefanski came out and said starters were going to play some in the uh, preseason game coming up. So we're going to dive into all that. Before we do, though, I want to remind you guys to check us out on. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Make sure you tap the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. Uh, lastly, if you're looking for more dogs content, head to jointhedogs.com, become an official dog pack member on the Patreon page. Fantasy uh, signups are going on right now. I believe we need six more players to have four 10-team leagues. So the cutoff is going to be, I believe, August 20th, something like that. Me and Josh were talking. Um, or once we get to six people. So if you want to play fantasy with us, don't wait, because if you're the 41st person, uh, we're going to have to say no because we we won't have enough to do all another league that way. So we're going to have to cap it at 40 people this year, four 10-team leagues. Um, so if you're interested in playing fantasy with us, if you want an extra episode every week, if you want access to the private Discord, um, a lot of cool stuff going on in there. Kenny Max a part of it. Uh, he enjoys it. At least I hope he does. Uh, so... Yeah, so it's a good time for everybody, especially now that football season's right around the corner. The Discord already goes off, and just for a preseason game the other night, the Hall of Fame game, it was nonstop. Uh, so if, if you're one of those people who you're, who you want to talk about every play call during a game and that kind of thing, the, the Discord's for you. So join the dogs.com, become an official Dogback member. That's a good time for everybody. So if you follow us on social media, uh, you you already know this. If you If you don't, I don't know what you're waiting for. Um, but this past weekend was Hall of Fame weekend. Joe Thomas got inducted into the Hall of Fame first ballot unanimous. Um, we were lucky enough to Friday or, uh, yeah, Friday. Was it Friday? Yeah, Friday. We got to go to the, uh, gold jacket ceremony. Saturday, we got to go up to enshrinement. 
Uh, John, we had media rights to the enshrinement. We were down. I was up in the press box. Like it was, it was pretty freaking cool. We just wanted to uh, just kind of like talk about that weekend. If you haven't been, I would say I we live twenty minutes from the Hall of Fame. The three of us, Kenny, obviously is a little bit further. Uh, um, so, but I I almost take for granted that we live twenty minutes from the Hall of Fame. I haven't been there since I was in the seventh grade. Uh, I never had paid too much attention to Hall of Fame weekend. Even I didn't even know what a gold jacket dinner was until we we got the chance to go. That kind of thing. Um, if you're a football fan, and especially if you like are if you're pretty diehard, that gold jacket dinner is awesome. Like yeah. we it doesn't get, hurt that Joe Thomas was getting in too. Yeah, it, it, that didn't hurt. But I mean, didn't hurt sitting next to Joe Hayden either. Yeah, I mean, we were rubbing elbows with Joe. I like bumped him on breaking my bread. I mean. We're just, it was, uh, it was, I mean, Mike Tomlin walked right by. Rondé Barber was within arm reach. It was, uh, it was a, an experience. It was very cool. Yep. Yeah, man. I even got to run into Alex Mack. He was a cool dude. Man, the guy dresses and like he's clearly slimmed down since he played and he's way bigger than I am. I could, I like, I'm looking up to it. And most people I work with, they're like, are you seriously looking up to that dude? I'm like, yeah, he's a big man. He was he was not little. Um, I think we got to tell the story about how we saw Alex Mack. So we're, we're at the Civic Center, and he goes walking by, and I was eagle-eyed pl- spotting players all, all night. And I was like, hey, guys, that's Alex Mack. And Kenny's like, "Is it was it really? And I'm like, well, you should probably ask him if you're going to talk to him because uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's him, but all these guys lose a lot of weight. They, they shave their beards. Kenny just goes up to him. What'd you say to him? I just said, hey, man, are you Alex Mack? And he goes, well, yes, I am. <laughs> I said, well, I'm Kenny from Ottawa. And I came to see it. He's like, Ottawa. He goes, man, I didn't come that far. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I thought that was uh, super funny. He was he was cool. Um, every, everybody, Joe Hayden's like the nicest dude I ever met. He, yeah. He was super nice. Uh, shook my hand, took pictures with all of us. Um, he was awesome to hang out with. And then I thought that, uh, like, when they're announcing all the old players coming out and they're, like, playing the music and Dan Fouts is announcing all of them and they're coming up on the stage or whatever, I was like, this is awesome. It was really, really cool to see who all came back. I mean, Payne Manning was in the house. Uh, Terrell Davis, uh, the boss, Jer- uh, Jerome Bettis. There's so many big names. We're on the back too, you know. Wow. And I was like, man, I really love football. I'm almost getting emotional watching this. Yes. Yeah. I really thought I might. Like, I was like, I'm going to get choked up watching Joe Thomas put that jacket on. But I, I maintained my composure. I I was so bad about the drunk dude yelling next to me that I... Oh, my God. Ken, poor Rich Eisen. Yeah. It's a good one. Oh, I love... Section 12. Stay as much as the next person... But man, we had this drunk guy right beside us, and he was just yelling our section number. And Rich Eisen's just trying to announce players, and he just—I'm like, my God, please just shut. My my brother was with me, and he was like, "I'm going to go just drag this guy out of here." Yeah, I was I was pretty close to it, man. I was pretty close. <laughs> um, but I mean, that's what when you get a ticket there, they give you free drinks, so that's what happens. You can't get free drinks out for an hour plus in Canton. That's what you're—that's <laughs> what you're gonna get. 
what did we have? We had eight people per table. You got two bottles of wine. We didn't even touch ours. I think that guy got on all the tables. Cause <laughs> yeah. Um, seeing Peyton Manning was really cool. And, uh, just, just the experience in general. Like if, if you, I, get it, I got to, I like seeing Peyton Manning. Uh, should we go over who gave the actual gold jacket? Yeah. What'd you guys think of it? So for anybody who doesn't know the, the players, when they got their gold jacket, they, they pick another hall of famer to take off their coat and put the, the hall of fame jacket on them. So like some people would use like people they played with, their friends, and that kind of thing. Joe Thomas had his jacket put on by Jerome Bettis. That was what did you think of that? Interesting. The big yeah. B rival. I will say I don't like the organization. Obviously, they're a huge rival. I got no issue with Jerome Bettis. I love his his entire football story. So I didn't have, you know, it's not like I was mad about it or anything. Obviously, Joe Thomas felt some sort of inspiration there. Did Did we ever get like a reasoning to like why he picked Jerome Bettis? God, I, I didn't. I don't know if anybody's asked him. D- does Jerome Bettis work for NFL Network? I don't, I don't think so. The, the only thing I could think is if they worked together now in right. retirement and like had grown close. Um, they made it maybe. I yeah, don't. I don't know. I know Joe Thomas played like running back in like middle school and stuff like that. So I didn't know if like maybe he was like a player that he kind of like was inspired by. I know eventually he'd be, you know, because he was not a running back, but you know, maybe as a kid he he was inspired because he was a good player. He was a great player. I mean, yeah. a Hall of Famer. So that was that was interesting. I had a guy at work tell me he was like, that kind of made me mad. And I was just like, it's his name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's his night. He can do whatever he wants. He is. He's not the Hall of Fame. It's not for us. It's for him. He's the one who earned it. He can do whatever he wants. So, uh, super cool, super cool weekend. Yep. And then Justin went had media rights to the parade, and he was like basically in these people's cars. Yeah, I just cleaned up. I just cleaned up, man. Um, I I went in there with a plan. We got downtown. I was trying to link up with um, Kenny Mack and Josh. And uh, basically all weekend, I didn't have service. As soon as I would get to an event, it would just immediately go SOS. And it was terrible. Yeah. So I uh, I came up with a plan. I said, you know what? I know this area. I've done this parade and stuff before. I'm just going to go to the beginning of the route and just camp on it and just see what happens. I was like, and see what this meteorite stuff gets me. I did. I walked to the right to the line where they're lining up the players with the cars. And then I eventually walked to the hotel where they're loading into the cars but um, it, it was sweet, man. Got to talk to Peyton Manning. Got to talk to Isaac Bruce, um, Fouts. Basically, anybody that I took a picture of, they sat in front of me for like two to three minutes. And I was just like, hey, what's going on? You know, like, congratulations. Welcome back to Canton. I'm just hitting with all the lines. <laughs> I, I, talked to, I talked to Joe for maybe five seconds, but he was the front car when I got there. He was getting ready to, you know, enter the parade and, Joe Hayden walked up and interviewed him while I was standing there. Um, but yeah, I just got to, I basically just told him, hey, congratulations, man. You're a legend. You know, really excited for you. Go have a good day. And it was cool. Great, great experience. Very awesome. I think we, we owe it to you guys, the people listening for kind of like how cool this weekend was. Like, cause we, we don't get media rights to this kind of thing and stuff if you guys don't listen. So 
Um, we appreciate everybody who listens to the show and who supports the show, whether it be just through watching, commenting, joining the dog pack, becoming a YouTube member, all that good stuff. Everything you've done has helped us grow. It kind of like every time we do something cool, I'm like, this is the coolest thing I've ever done. And then we get to top it somehow. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know how much further we're going to get to go, but we're going to go as far as you guys will take us. So we appreciate you guys listening, supporting the show. We were just a couple dudes who got bored during COVID and like to talk about the pounds. And next thing I know, I'm in a suit eating dinner with Joe Hayden. So uh, it was it was pretty awesome. We appreciate everybody listening to the show. Attention Browns fans in Ohio. We have an unbeatable NFL preseason offer for you from Caesar Sportsbook. New customers can get their first bet insured up to $1,250 by using our code DOGSFULL while signing up. Not only will your first bet be completely insured, but you also be directly supporting the podcast. Isn't that great? So if you have not already joined the Caesar Sportsbook community, now is the perfect time to make your move. Just remember to use our code DOGSFULL during sign-up and place that first bet. This offer is only available for new customers who are 21 and older and are physically present in Ohio. Please gamble responsibly. If you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Check the episode description for the full terms of the offer. Um, that, that was our weekend. If anybody listening was at Hall of Fame weekend and you had a chance to check it out, drop Stop in the comments. Let us know what your favorite part was. Let us know what you guys thought about Joe Thomas' speech. I thought his speech was the best one I've ever done. It was really good. He crushed it like he crushed his career, man. He doesn't do wrong, that dude. He's uh, awesome. Yeah. So, so we didn't bring it up yet. Three of us got to meet Doug Deacon as well, which was a huge highlight. <laughs> yes. Your boy, man. He was awesome. We looked the same Alex Mack thing. I just said, hey, because I you never know, right? Hey, yeah. me, are you Doug Deacon? He goes, why, yes, I am. I said, dude, I love the way you call games. You are a straight shooter. And he told us a story about how he was a straight shooter. The player heard it, and they got into it <laughs> a little bit after the game. <laughs> yeah, I love super nice guy, like super yeah. down-to-earth, very nice person. I love Doug Deacon. I would love to meet uh, Jim Donovan, too. Doug oh, Deacon yeah. was a sweet player. Yeah. And then Kenny had to one-up us on a Sunday. And meet somebody yeah. else in Cleveland. I got to meet Josh Cribs. He was signing autographs. And I got two autographs, both for the bar. They're for my Browns backers. I'm going to raffle them off. Because I actually already have his autograph. So, uh, yeah, I, that was awesome. He's a good dude. It was, yeah, Justin and I got a picture with Jason Garrett. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, he was walking, he was just walking by. And I was just like, well, hey, coach, you want to get a picture? Um, yeah. I'm making a lot of room, making a lot of room in my house. I've been taking my kids' pictures off the wall and uh, printing out a lot of pictures uh, down yeah. at the local kiosk. Yeah. Yeah. Lake are taking over the house, just mm-hmm. random, just random uh, NFL coaches uh, with your boys. So it was, it was, just a, it was a cool weekend. It was, it was a very, very cool experience. Um, so we appreciate everybody who watches the show and help us get to that point. Um, so I wanted to talk then about Stefanski coming out today saying starters pretty much all the starters are going to play in the game i didn't get to read i don't know if he if anybody is ruled out i i kind of like i don't really want cooper or elijah moore or nick chubb to really play but um i know he said deshaun's going to play a series maybe two they're going to kind of feel it out um one that has me really excited for friday to see the starters play a little bit Hopefully it goes better than uh, Deshaun's preseason debut last year, like three plays or something. Hopefully I'd like to see a touchdown drive, but 
what do you guys make of that? Are you surprised that they're they're playing a little bit in this first game? I am surprised. I'm I'm surprised, but I'm not really nervous. I mean, I feel like if you get hurt in your one series that you play in the preseason, you were probably going to get hurt the regular season too. Yeah, I mean, I guess I never looked at it like that. What were you going to say, Kenny? No, oh, they they play football. They got to get after and get those uh, dings in. The other thing is, is about Deshaun Watson last year. Just don't pass to Schwartz three times. Well, we have to work about that being on the same, <clears throat> same time, right? Yeah. I I um, I know like Jerome Ford's out uh, with his injury. So, I mean, if Chubb doesn't play, it's going to be a lot of John Kelly again, I'm guessing. Um, yeah. A lot of that. All right with that. Uh, how impressed were you guys with, uh, with John Kelly and Felton in the first? Extremely. Game? Extremely. This- Especially felt. I so like. I I came away. I so there was obvious ones like DTR. I feel like there's obvious guys, but like my takeaway from that game was, hey, they uh, they let that guy get a little bit of run, and I I, I thought he looked great. Yeah. I know it's a preseason game, and at the end of the day, guys look. I mean, how Zach Wilson looked great in preseason. He looked like he was going to be all worldly, and then you know, regular season starts and people come back to earth. Real talent. Real, real great talent is on the field, but um, our, no, I can. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. You're good, brother. Go ahead. I, I said our run game looked like it should. They they had like what per yard, but the everybody had a good average per yards, right? And mm-hmm. even like uh, what's Hassan's last name? Is it Hall? Hassan Hall. He had a great game. Like, so I'm not worried about Ford missing some time. Get healthy, man. I hope you do have a great season. But we got some guys that can last this this uh, preseason for sure. I heard I heard somebody say something about uh, I, Darrell Henderson being the guy that the Browns signed. Do you see him signing somebody now in short term until Ford comes back? Or we we talked to Coach Mitchell. We know how high they are on John Kelly. Do you think they just roll with John Kelly? Well, they just cut. Um, what was it, Nate uh, Nate McCreary? Yeah, he was basically. Yeah. So to me, that just says. We're, we're comfortable with the room. I mean, don't get me wrong. If there's some depth and you could, I know Kareem's still bouncing around. There's guys out there that we could bring in, but like to me, it just says, Hey, we're kind of comfortable with the room. We just got to let these guys get healthy. We're going to be okay. I agree. I think John Kelly has shown that it, when he gets the run, he's good. I, we know uh, Stump Mitchell's high on him. I thought Felton looked crazy good in that preseason game. And yeah. that, on that play where DTR threw that block to spring for the touchdown, everybody's talking about the block. Nobody's talking about the cut Felton made. Right, he right. back to the outside. I mean, that was that was super nice. Um, I think I feel like Felton he made it interesting. I feel like he was kind of maybe on the outside looking in. He's at least he's going to make him think about it because um, we we saw when he was a rookie and he in the preseason when he touched the ball he looked explosive. Like we were like, man, every time Felton gets the ball, he does something sweet with it, and then. Never did anything in the regular season. It's kind of tough to even get touches when you got, you know, got he's kind of if he's gonna play receivers in the slot, well, we had Jarvis, you know, then if he's gonna play running back, we had Chubb and Hunt. So there just hasn't been a ton of opportunity for him. So it'll be interesting to see how he looks throughout the uh to continue continue to look throughout the preseason. Um what do you think about what do you want to see out of the offense in terms of um one, do you want to see guys like Amari Cleveland work, or do, are you you don't want to put them out there right now? And then, um, if, if they're three and out on the first series, do you run them back out for a second series? 
I don't think yeah. Coop's going to play. I thought he was kind of slightly banged up. I think all the other guys do. I just want to see some more downfield passing. Like clearly these guys, uh, four, third and fourth string, maybe some fifths, they're just going to pass to the running backs. So I just want to see a little bit more one-on-one slants and and that kind of thing that DTR did. Uh, I, I thought the offense was anemic at best when Kellen Mond last week when with the uh, the starters and I was like, well, we're not going to show too much of this new spread open offense, you know, and right. like in the yes. whole game. But and then two, I think part of that is he just looked lost. So I don't know if it was so much as being vanilla or if it was just like I don't know if he he had any idea what was going on. He looked like he was scared almost. Um, so maybe a combination of both. I would like this. I'm not saying we need to empty the playbook here, but let's let let's kind of like let's get after it a little bit for a series or two and kind of. Hey see what we're going to be looking at this season because um, even though like Desh- you know Deshaun had his six games last year and he's had this entire offseason we're still kind of morphing the offense to be more around him and we need timing and that you know that kind of stuff so I think it's important he gets out there for a series or two and hopefully they score a touchdown if they, uh, if they march right on the field score a touchdown I'll feel I'll feel pretty good I, I think too like all I want to see coming out of this offense, like going into the game, I just want to see like good timing. I want to see like game speed timing is good because you're not going to see like you touched on it, Blake. The, the playbook is going to be super basic vanilla. So I'm not expecting to see anything super explosive. So for me, I'm just, hey, are, are guys on the same page? Hey, how are we lining up? Are, are the snap counts good? Just the little basic things. You know what I mean? Um, but I think uh, Friday could be very, very fun. Like, preseason game to go up to it's going to be a night game i'm hoping they kind of you know shut the lights off and everything and test them out see test the monday night stuff out well it'd be interesting to see what washington does are they going to struggle with a new offense because like that eric the enemy stuff you just i don't think you just pick that up right away like that's going to be tough for a second year quarterback right yeah i mean and who knows what they have and how i mean you you know what i mean right. I, or uh, jacoby recess there now right yeah. correct so yeah. i mean it's like in what do you, you know? Eric Bieniemy didn't even call plays in Kansas City, so we don't even 100% know how good a you know what I mean. Like he knows he knows Andy Reid's offense, but we don't know how what his game flow is like. And and that I mean it's it's kind of like a going to be a learning experience for everybody in Washington. I'm not saying they can't do it. I'm just saying I mean it's going to be it's going to be new to everybody. Um, I, I have heard that that I just heard a thing that. Uh, commanders players have gone to Ron Rivera about how intense Eric Bieniemy is. I'm just like, man, you're dude, I was hoping, I was hoping you're going to talk about this, man. Because for yeah. like, I think it's I like, why would Ron Rivera talk about this to the media? Like that, I feel like that's very in house and to the players. Exactly. Bro, you're you're in the NFL. He's your coach. If he's tough on you, you're not doing good enough. Get better. What are we tattering out here? It's a generation that got exactly the article that I got. What you're saying, Justin, it's basically like, what was he doing? You don't call your coach out like that. So, yeah. And you're a first-year guy. He just got there. You brought him in. You sold him on the culture, hired him, brought him in, and then you're airing out to the media and talking about a press day that players have come and talked to him about or talked to you about how he's too intense (laughs) and too tough. Too tough in football? Okay. As a coach? 
I can see guys there's another play. player and he was laying your ass out every play. May and you didn't want to get hurt. Maybe you pull the coach aside and say, Hey, you know, 77's going a little too intense here. I'm worried about my knee. No, it's the coach. The coach is too tough. The, I feel like it's the NFL too. Like there's so many restrictions on like what they can make you do in practice and stuff anymore. Like so you I don't just, even know the rules anymore. You just can't handle him being a little bit mean. Like uh, my high school football coach was super mean. You know what I mean? Like my like middle school coaches were tough and said things to me that I wouldn't say in a, a small room of people. And I was like and, in yeah. grade, <laughs> sixth grade. What do we talk about this? I don't know. Maybe 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 I'm in the wrong here, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Anymore. Um, but I know Kenny and Josh kind of, they did a uh a live with you guys after this past game. Um, so they, they kind of touched on some of the, the highlights and stuff, but I kind of want to take a minute and ask Justin and John, and we can talk to you too, Kenny. Is what did you think was like what was the most impressive thing you took away from that that game? Because I thought there was a ton of bright spots for the Browns yes. in that Hall of Fame game. For me, it was uh Felton all day. I I was I I kind of almost was getting to the point where I was worried that he was never going to get the chance to even show what we thought he had because we knew he was explosive, we knew he was electric, we and a guy in space he can make things happen, and we he just never got the run. So for me, that was the big takeaway. I thought he looked great. I mean, Chip Kelly, same thing. DTR looked great. There was a lot of bright spots for uh, a pretty much a meaningless preseason game. My. Uh... My, I think of the two biggest things that, at least on the offensive side of the ball, that I took away is Cedric Tillman looks really freaking good. Yep, he looks very big and very fast. Like in, in camp, he looks cr- like I, I was like, holy cow, this guy might end up being a steal, like a hardcore steal. Um, and then I thought Dewan Jones was awesome. We gotta give some now, offensive line. He can move. Holy. I, I think that I was if I can find it real quick. I, I read this to Josh when we were up at the Hall of Fame on Saturday. He he the the game he put together, he had he didn't lose a single rep on 40 snaps in pass protection while facing Bryce Huff, who's the 2022 leader in pass rush win rate, Jermaine Johnson, who's a first rounder, and Will McDonald, who's a first rounder. So he was going against two guys drafted in the first round, in, uh, and Bryce Huff was like a very good situational pass rusher last year. Obviously, he led the league in pass rush win, win rate, and he didn't lose a single rep. He, I thought he looked, he looked dominant, and it's, he didn't play against scrubs. You know, I mean, he, he wasn't facing TJ Watt, but it's, he wasn't out there against practice squad players either, and he held his own more. He, he looked more than capable. Um, so I was super impressed with him. I mean, if, if he's going to be that good, I mean, this could, we could be talking like Jack Conklin's gone, even though we, we just, you know what I mean? We just extended him, I believe. But, I mean, he looked very good. And could he play left tackle? Because who knows what we're getting out of Jed Wilt. Yeah. So sometimes switching people from right to left is proving difficult. I agree. I agree. You Honestly, I had two, two names in mind, and you took them both. But I'll I'll try my best to just expand a bit. Um, I think the wide receiver position is a position where you're going to see a lot of guys open, like Tillman, because people are going to be worried about Cooper more. There's going to be a lot of guys on the field 
And I just think we're deep enough and talented enough at receiver. I mean, our number three is going to be better than their number three defensive back. So whoever we're playing. So we're going to have guys open. Um, I'm just exciting to see a guy like Tillman come in and look really competent as a route runner and obviously good with his hands too. With DeWan Jones, I think the, the key thing is depth. I mean, last year, our offensive line was banged up. And now we got someone that can come in and play very well, you know, as far as we've seen. And he's just a big dude. Like, he's he's hard to push around. So He he made, I think, who was the dude standing, uh, playing guard? Was it Drew Dunn or Blake Ford or Drew Forbes or something? I forget who was playing guard next to him. It was, yeah, you, and the, the difference is what you're going to go over? Yeah, they, they're like, yeah, look at him standing next to Dunn. Dunn, 6'5", 315. He looked like a, a small running back standing next to the one. <laughs> I was like, he, he makes this guy look tiny. This and this guy's a huge man. So, I mean, to, to be that big and that athletic, and I mean, as long as he can keep his weight in check and he puts in the effort, I think the sky's the limit for that guy. Um, he, he's, he has a chance to be really freaking good. So... Uh, I, got, I got a good one for you guys. I'm going to ring this bell on this for... It's for Schwartz, man. Those guys, all the way that started the game to the end of the game, guess what they did? They freaking tackled, man, and guys sat down. Like, when when did we see that all the way through a preseason game? I thought they, unless there was some slop at the end that I missed, but those guys tackled and people sat down, and I was super impressed with that. So we can see that next game. Uh, we got a good shot just to come out with a victory, I think, against Washington. I know we give up the one deep pass when uh, Zach Wilson was in, but other than that, no breakdowns in the secondary. There, there didn't seem to be any miscommunication. Like I thought, the run defense played pretty well. Um, I, I was I was impressed with just like the overall professionalism. I guess I'll call it on the defensive side of the ball. It was a nice change from what we've seen the last three years. And uh, I'm playing for a Joe Woods defense. Um, but no, I thought it was a, a, a great first preseason game. I'm almost worried about the wide. Not not worried. It's a it's a good problem to have. But I think the Browns are going to have to cu- end up cutting a, a guy or two who were who's good. Yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're looking at wide receiver, you're looking at Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, um, Donovan Peoples Jones. Then you're looking at Tillman's obviously going to make it. Um, I think if good, I think if Goodwin's healthy, he's making it. Oh yeah, for sure. Goodwin will be back. Um, so how many do we keep? Six or seven? Because that you got yeah. Dave Bell, you got um, this Watkins guy who's starting to emerge in camp. We've been hearing a lot about him. He caught the touchdown in the Hall of Fame game. Um, there's, I mean, there's a couple guys that I mean, I don't know. It's, I guess, it's a good problem to have. The Browns aren't usually. We're usually hoping our seventh round draft pick can come in and be a stud for us. So. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think there's going to be teams looking at the who the Browns cut this year to potentially sign to their team because for the first time in maybe our lives, the Browns have some depth. So it's it's a good problem to have. So, well, that's that's kind of what we're looking for in this uh, this next game. Super excited for it. Let us know what you guys think in the comments. Are you excited to see the starters? Or are you worried about the starters playing? Um, what do you guys want to see out of the Browns this coming Friday night against the Commanders? This episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Guys, it takes a long time to master a craft, but the steak experts over at Omaha Steaks have spent more than a century 
doing exactly that. They have been America's original butcher since 1917, and right now, they're inviting you to celebrate their anniversary with 50% off site-wide. Head over to omahasteaks.com and enter dogs, D-A-W-G-S, into the search bar to shop all the exclusive anniversary packages. As an added bonus, just for our listeners, you get eight free Omaha Steak Burgers and eight free Gourmet Jumbo Franks with select packages, including their exclusive anniversary assortment package. This package is the perfect sampling of everything that makes Omaha Steaks unforgettable. It includes four butcher's cut filet mignons, four air-chilled boneless chicken breasts, four bacon-wrapped pork chops, four Gourmet Jumbo Franks, and the classic Omaha Steak seasoning. Plus, you get those eight free burgers and eight free Jumbo Franks. You're going to want to hurry because this offer is only available for a limited time. Celebrate more than 100 years of incredible steaks and save 50% off-site wide during the Omaha Steaks anniversary sale. Visit omahasteaks.com right now, enter code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, into the search bar to shop exclusive anniversary packages. That's omahasteaks.com, keyword DOGS in the search bar, eight free steak burgers, eight free jumbo franks. Hurry, get them now. See site for details. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so just as we were in the middle of recording this episode, the Browns announced that they have signed defensive tackle Shelby Harris. He was a free played for the Broncos. We talked about him on this show a few times. Um, this is a big signing for the Browns, and we we had a feeling the Browns would do something like this after releasing Perry on Winfrey. Um, he played 15 games. He had 44 tackles and two sacks last year. He recorded a 73.3 overall grade with a 76.9 run defensive grade and a 60.7 pass rush grade. He's just a solid, solid defensive tackle. Um, we were talking, this guy would be, he would have been the best defensive tackle on our team last year. Now we're putting him next to Tomlinson and Zadarius Smith on the edge. I mean, the, the defensive line went from, our, I mean, the worst one in the league easily last year to this is, one of the strengths of the team is going to be this this front five, front seven. Like, yeah, this is a great sign. If you like, I, 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 I can tell you, being at training camp on Sunday, like the defensive line was really close to me. I don't know if you saw that. I posted a picture of Zadarius, but I also posted a picture of Ika and Tomlinson. Those guys are bowling balls. They are going to be hard to move. It's going to be tough to run on this defense. Especially this this wide nine of Jim Schwartz putting these guys forcing keeping everything in the box, and then you got I mean big bodies like Tomlinson. I feel like the Ika draft pick is super under the radar. Like people keep forgetting we drafted this dude, and I think he has a chance to be really good, especially against the run. Um, yeah. The entire defense about keeping everything inside 
keeping everything inside the tackles, forcing everything up the middle into the teeth of the defense. Um, this is just another defensive tackle that's going to help Miles Garrett, you know, in the long run. He's going to help the run defense. Schwartz has got to be licking his chops because we he he came in he had he took this job and said, "Listen, you want me to take this job and give me some tools." And the Browns have done just that. I mean, I, I love that we live in a time now where the Browns have needs and they address them and they go get players. It's not the Sashi Brown era anymore where we're just hoping Brian Rarebisky and Muhammad Masakwa can carry us to three or four wins. You know, like, like what a time to be alive. I mean, I know it's still on paper uh, and we got to go out on the field and do it, but I, I'm so excited for this football season. Like, I think it, <laughs> I, I really feel deep down in my bones that this is, it's finally going to be the time where I'm not, I'm not predicting we go to the Super Bowl or anything, but I just feel like the Browns are not going to be the laughing stock of the league this year. Like they're gonna, we're gonna come out and we're gonna play competent, good football, and we're gonna win football games. And I've just been waiting for this my entire life. <laughs> look at the uh, every single piece we added on defense. It's kind of crazy. For one off, a one off season, the Darius Smith, Dalvin Tomlinson. Shelby Harris, uh, don't forget about Juan Thornhill. Good, John. Good call out, John. Well done, sir. Can't go kind of talking about him after we signed him, you know, but no, uh, it, it's not a crazy how much better we got on paper. On the defensive side of the ball, it's night and day. Is it, I, think, I mean, the Browns defense legitimately has a chance to be a top 10 defense. Like, I, I would almost be more surprised if we didn't finish inside the top 10 than if we didn't. Um, so the great, another great signing by the Browns. So I'm happy we were able to do that breaking news for you. Uh, so like we mentioned in the open, the NFL does this every year. Now they've done it the last few years where these players and executives and stuff, they, they vote on, um, who the best players in the league are. They do the top 100 list. Patrick Holmes finished at number one, uh, the last couple of years. I think that's a given. It was a shoe in, um, but I wanted to talk about some of these Browns player, players and where they ended up on the list. So the, the the first name I needed to talk about was how Joel Batonio doesn't crack the top 100. Uh, how can you be top? I think I'm being generous if I say top three at your position because I think there's a clear argument to be made. He's the best guard in the league. At least might be the next gold jacket that we see. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the, he's all he's the been the highest graded guard I think the last two or three seasons I'm pretty sure and he he doesn't miss games they just oh we need you to go play left tackle for a game oh you'll move out there and just give up no sacks no no pressures you know what I mean like here's your hundred percent uh, PFF grade too yeah you know, like- I, I don't understand how you can be top top two to three at your position. And not be in the the NFL top 100. I, that is absolutely that's mind blowing to me. So I can only see one guard that actually made the top 100, and it was Zach yep. Hart. Last night, correct. Nope, you're right. Absolutely right. Uh, Christopher, or uh, I'm sorry, Chris Lindstrom uh, for the Falcons also. So it's almost like they're disrespecting the entire position. Huh. Quentin it, Nelson not even on the list. I know he's been banged up a little bit, but like I feel like Quentin Nelson's. Really damn good. Yeah. yeah. And so, I don't know. I, I feel like that was that's a shot, in my opinion, um, for him to not even make – he was in the honorable mention, 
and they release it like in, in stages, like by in groups of 10. And when they released uh, 100 through 91, I believe it was, and they said Joel Batonio's in the honorable mentions, I was just like, this whole list is, it's, it's void. It's just, but it's not even in the top 100. I don't even, I don't even care what the, the rest of the other 90 are now. Um, so that, that, I thought that was, that was terrible. Um, maybe the worst one on the list then here is Chubb at 29. We think about it. And it's not so much Chubb. I mean, Chubb at 29 is criminally low. And I understand that the running back position is undervalued. But then you look, and it's not like he's the, I could swallow that pill a little more if he was at 29 and he was the highest ranked running back. There's three running backs ahead of him. He was just voted by executives and scout as the, being the number one running back in the NFL. How are you going to have then Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler? Don't Austin Eckler is not better than Nick. It's, they're not even in the same realm. They're not even in the same realm of in class of running back. And Josh Jacobs, or Josh Jacobs was 12, I believe. Well, Eckler. Eckler is a good all-purpose back. I mean, I was just, the last Browns game I went to, or at least the last 1 o'clock game I went to, I think he rushed for like 130-something against. Yeah, but. Thanks, Joe Woods. I, yeah. So. Terrible. But I agree, Nick Chubb should be the highest-ranked back, and if Jacobs is at 12, Chubb should be at 11. It, it's kind of crazy because, don't wrong, Josh Jacobs had a, a, a very nice season last year. Yeah, but if you look at all their numbers, they're all like within twenty to like forty yards of each other between Nick Chubb, Derrick Henry, and uh, Josh Jacobs, all in the fifteen hundreds between like fifteen twenty to like fifteen sixty. So for me, like I understand that he had a great year last year. Josh Jacobs kind of you know blew up on the scene, but I think that you have a greater longevity as far as the ranking with Nick Chubb. But right. I think it's all off of last year. It, it all goes off of last year. The people that make these lists are way too obsessed with, like Jonathan Taylor. Um, it, everybody that was crazy about him, it was all all based off of one year of production. Um, and I'm not saying he's not good. I'm just saying hey. he's not the best back just because he led the league in rushing one time. Well, here's my thing: is like they they asked Derrick Henry something like, "What's it like to be the best running back in football?" or something like that, and he said. Oh, I'm not. That's Nick Chubb. So if Derrick Henry knows that Nick Chubb is the best running back in football, how how do these people not know that Nick Chubb is the best running back in football? He he has separated himself. He is the best. All he's got the speed, the strength, the agility. He leads. He is top one or two in every major category in every subcategory. Like just, it's criminal. He just yeah, can't. So- Underrated. John basically said this about another player. He can get into it, but I'll take it for this. If if the Raiders, if we went to the Raiders and said, we'll trade Nick Chubb for, and we want Josh Jacobs, who who comes out in the loser in that deal? Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. The Raiders would probably have a heart attack if we offered this. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody go, oh, the Browns be the Browns. Yeah. So there's not another, yeah. If, if we offered Nick Chubb for any other running back in the league, straight up, I don't. Nobody would. Everybody would take that deal, and everybody would clown the Browns for taking that deal. Honestly, the only team I can even think of that would that would maybe say no is maybe Christian McCaffrey. 
I knew you were going to say that. And I, yeah, I, 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 just because, I have to at least think about it, though. Just because what he does in the pass game, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. That that's that was crazy to me. That irritated the crap out of me, obviously. Um, and then the other Browns player on this list that needed talked about was Miles Garrett. Was it twenty? He fell nine spots from his ranking last year. He was tied for second in the league in sacks last year. What? And he was the highest graded edge rusher at a ninety-two point five. So what did he do to fall to fall nine spots? You know what I mean? Like I, you, who don't name there? You can't name me nineteen other players that are better than Miles Garrett. Like Max Crosby's ahead of him. I, I think Max Crosby's really good. He's not Miles Garrett. Okay. Um, Josh Jacobs is ahead of him. <laughs> There's. Who's better at their position? Is Miles Garrett better at being an edge rusher than Josh Jacobs is at being a running back? I would say yes. Um, who else is ahead of him here? Let me. Who's in this top ten? Nick Bosa. Who? Chris Jones is ahead of him. Yeah. Miles had more sacks than him. And only a half, but still. Michael Parsons is one that I won't argue. He's a game wrecker. Yep. Um. So, but there is just some of this stuff was Miles Garrett at, at 20. There's 19 players better at their position than Miles is at his. He, I mean, he's talked over about constantly as being the best, second best, you know, head rusher in football. So to put him at 20 seems, seems kind of crazy. I think he's going to blow up this year. Yeah. You do use the phrase, at your position, I'm wondering if the people that made this list, what kind of are they thinking about like the impact you have on a game or what you know, there's so many factors that go into what could be the best, you know. Um, it was voted on by the players, was it not? Yeah, it was. So um <clears throat> that that I don't know. This list every year there's some things on this list that, that drive me a little crazy. There is uh there is one more Browns player on this list. Who, oh, who was it? I missed it. Uh, Zadarius Smith. Oh, nice. On this list. Yep. Uh, and he is at number 84. I don't think that's a terrible spot. I won't. No. He's a very, very good player. Yeah. Very, very good player. So the pretty, he didn't play last year. Correct? Yeah. So we have two guys in the top 100 on our defensive line. That's kind of nice. Yeah. Um, You know who drives me nuts is having... Uh, Humphrey from the Ravens on there. That guy is always like 10 holds a game and doesn't even get one. It's bull. <laughs> Crap. Wanted to say something else, but anyways. It's okay, man. No judgment. So that was that's that's that list. Um I I forget what else I was gonna say, but I just got too fired up about about the things. So um let us know what you guys think of that list. You know, are the Browns players too low? I know the trolls will say they're too high. I don't care what they have to say. Um, let us know what you guys think about the Shelby Harris signing. Uh, you know, we broke that live. I guess it's not live for you guys. It was live for us. Uh-huh. So, but we're going to wrap this thing up. I think that's pretty much everything. Um, looking forward to Friday night. Can't wait to see the starters out there playing a little bit. Uh, we're getting closer and closer to real football, so I can't freaking wait. Uh, remember, if you want to, uh, if you want to play fantasy football with us, 
jointhedogs.com so you can sign up for one of those fantasy leagues. We have six spots left. You don't want to miss out on that. Uh, the fantasy leagues are a ton of fun. We give away a lot of merch throughout the year for, uh, for the fantasy leagues. So that's awesome. Jointhedogs.com. Uh, thanks for checking this out. Thanks for supporting the show. Let us know what you guys thought about Hall of Fame weekend. And was anybody there? Tell us uh, what you guys thought about Joe's speech. Um, until next time, stay safe. Go Browns. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com. The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit RadioBeatsBeets.com and save 15% with promo code DEAL. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.